millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The uninitiated. What's the sort of um, the big idea behind the register? What's the, in a, in a nutshell, what's it all about? Okay, so the register is a uh, online-only publication. Um, we, uh, our core focus is uh, the business-to-business tech um, market. Um, we have about 20, 21, 22 full-time journalists covering this in, uh, based in three countries. Um, it is a, a, a niche, a big niche, but a niche uh, nevertheless. And what we want to do is uh, cover this to the best of our ability and uh, by, by doing it well, um, by being influential, and by being, uh, by being influential, we can therefore earn some money. That's good. And, and, and if I might put it this way, you're a bit um, punchier than the, than, than the average B2B title. You've got a little bit more attitude or you're a bit more irreverent. Is that, how, would, how would you put it? Um, I would think that's a very accurate way of putting it. Um, one of the big uh, mistakes, in my opinion, of B2B uh, pub, um, uh, or it's their owners more than the actual journalists working for them, is that B2B uh, equals boring. Um, uh, is that you have to be and supine um, to the audience that they are um, uh, not to the that they're addressing the readership, but supine to the vendors. Um, in some small niches, there's they have no um, other choice. Um, it's that or, or, or die. But um, uh, our core focus is that if we if we get it right for the readers, uh, then the um, advertising will follow. And which bit of the market are your readers in particular? What's your typical um, typical, typical readers are um, work uh, in tech. Um, they could be on the supply side, vendors. Um, uh, you know, some of these companies like uh, Cisco might have fifty thousand people working for them. So you can think that's actually that's uh, uh, potentially some of these large companies are have the circulation uh, of a small town. Um, but our main readers um, are working within companies large and small, supplying um, uh, hardware networking um, abilities. They're, they're called sysadmins and uh, then software developers. The stuff we do is hard to write about. 
it's difficult to write um, in an informed and entertaining way. So the response of most um, uh, publishing houses has been to abandon it. Mm. Um, well, 20 years seems like... Um, sort of uh, internet lifetimes, you know, how many dogs have died during that time, yes. What's been the secret? I mean, how have you managed to survive? There's so many other things which launched in that period and come of gone. Come and gone, have, yeah. have, have, have you know disappeared? So how have you managed yeah. to survive? Well, there's uh, a, there have been a few publications, of course, which um, uh, hit the stratosphere. Yeah. Um, uh, we didn't. We haven't known anything else but to survive. You know, it's it's what we do. Um, the market uh, changes all the time. Um, it doesn't get any easier, but it really is. Uh, adapt or die. Advertising um, has become um, very, very uh, complex uh, business. So, so for example, um, if you're a general newspaper, you, or I don't know, a, a TV house or a radio publication, you're competing against the might of uh, Google and Facebook. They're taking away your readers, they're using you, exploiting your content, mm. and they're uh, messing with your advertising as well. So you've got your hit um, from all sides. And then, of course, the readers are no longer buying your um, publications if you're, if you're doing a print version. So what we have, however, in the B2B market, tech market, there are, we have some of those pressures, um, or a lot of those. Uh, but what happens is that is that the actual marketing and advertising spend hasn't gone away. It's just how it is spent and who it is spent with. So um, it, the technical um, or the jargon phrase for uh, advertising for uh, the tech industry these days is account-based marketing. Um, everyone is on, on, and that basically means lead generation. It's complex, it's uh, very expensive, it's hard to do well. If you do it badly, you um, end up uh, trampling over readers. But if you get it right, you will um, uh, earn good money. Um, it's, uh, but it means, it means that in uh, my business, in my world, is what people used to be able to sustain themselves like, they had an idea, set up a blog, you'd get Google um, ad, ad words, ad tech, I can't remember, yeah, with yeah, things, yeah. and it would sustain them. This is no longer the case. Um, the way uh, the programmatic advertising that's happening is uh, the ad tech companies, most of them are charlatans. They're taking out vast amounts of um, uh, money that should go to the publishers. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a bad deal for the publishers, but it's also a bad deal for the vendors. So um, uh, we have this, the, the, the notion of the internet was that there would be, uh, there would be what was called disintermediation. Well, there's, there's more intermediaries than ever. You know, there's sort of, you know, there's you know, the number of middlemen. It's more than you'd have it sort of in Saudi Arabia, you know, trying to sell arms. And they're all taking a cut, aren't they? Everyone's taking a cut. So we have... Uh, we still do uh, digital display, display advertising, those banner adverts you see. Um, 
that is about a third of our business. Now, uh, it's more than a third of our business is that account-based marketing. There's something like seven or eight percent is content marketing. What has become new is that uh, live events, yeah. and we have um, a, a partnership with in a very high-end niche of the market, um, uh, which deals with which the supercomputers, the high-performance computing. This is a publication called the Next Platform, um, which is basically all display um, and e-books. They do e-books and uh, doing very well as of that. If you've got very, very small publications, you cannot survive on, um, on advertising. Yeah, you, you need, you need a, a decent number of readers to be able to um, survive on that. Now, our publication next platform, because it is a very high-end, hard-to-reach niche, the the advertising rates are extremely high. Yeah. Okay. So if you if you can get niche enough and it's niche is but it's got to be the right niche, obviously. And niche involves lots of people spending lots of money on big things. <laughs> well, if you think it's high performance computing, yeah. uh, well, the hardware part of that was a fifteen billion dollar industry. Yeah. So, do you ever get any? Um... Um, sort of stroppy advertisers who say, "Well, you know, you've written a nasty story about us. We're not, we're not going not to advertise with you anymore." You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're blacklisted. Um, we have been blacklisted by um, advertisers, um, and we are black, we are blacklisted by two advertisers that um, large companies right now. Um, uh, most public, most advertisers are clever enough just to say, oh, well, we're not interested, rather than to actually let you know this. Yeah. But, you, but you're, um, you're not bothered by that? Or you're, you're, uh... Well, uh, let's say is that it would always be nice to get money um, from uh, people. And, but um, if we were happy with, uh, with the reasons, you know, why... Uh, uh, what we write, um, uh, where if you change what you write because of advertising pressure, you then have uh, you lose the um, uh, you lose the heart of your publication and you lose your reading. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And in the end... What we have in America, America uh, vendors in uh, tech dominate, and they have a very, very different relationship uh, to journalists and to journalism than uh, do in Europe. Uh, it's, it's far more ag- aggressive, and there's much more antipathy, and they play the access game and uh, uh, with journalists. And if you don't follow suit... If you, if you don't follow suit, then it is that, well, what's wrong with you? Have we upset you? It's, it's what you, they, 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 they like predictability. And uh, the publications, of course, value access an awful lot. Mm. Um, and, uh, and mostly will play ball. Um, it is, uh, we, and we have this, this, uh, Grotesque situation where the likes of uh, where the, you know the large swathes of the tech press and the general press are uh, are fawning over these gigantic Silicon Valley firms who are led by people on the spectrum who have no um, um, social responsibility who uh, and uh, and. Are, have infected uh, the body politic, and and they're going to say, "Oh, what a great new widget Facebook have launched this week." Yeah, I suppose it's, it's ironic in a way. Although I wonder if people have, have woken up to over the last year that Google and Facebook are completely destroying the industry, aren't they? Especially the um, uh, local press. You know, Facebook recently launched a local buying and selling widget on there. You know, the, uh, they've already got all the. Well, Google um, uh, destroyed the local press effectively many years ago. Uh, you know, it's just. I mean, what happened? The first thing that went was uh, classifying advertising. You know, that's just gone. Um, the second thing is, you know, Facebook has, has been more insidious. Um, it is uh, less of a threat to the local press, I would say, than Google, but. Um, you know, it's like the it's it's like the um, it's like the uh, frog in the hot water. It's there till it's boiling. It's too late. It's been perfectly obvious the the, the existential threat that Google and Facebook have uh, have delivered to publications for many years, and yet what do they do? It's all we oh we're. We're on Google News. We've got a we've got a good ranking. Of, uh, we've got oh we're Facebook instant articles. It's just you know it's it's what Le- uh, Lenin used to say about the Labour Party: useful idiots. Mm-hmm. What about the, um, uh, the libel uh, side of things? You know, the um, can be a bit tricky um, climate in this country for, for libel. And Absolutely. I, and I noticed that you were one of the few B two B titles that. Um, you know, wrote, wrote something about Section Forty and this uh, cost, you know, cost shifting, um, uh, you know, proposal, press regulations, yeah. 
Do you, do you guys um, have a lot of trouble with uh, libel suits or the threat of libel suits? Well, we're very careful. Um, we've had loads of legal letters over the years. Um, once, I think in the whole 20 years, we've actually gone to court. Within the, the, that frame, we've been, uh, the existing uh, legal framework, we've been um, able to uh, pl play the game. Now, Section 40 changes uh, the rules completely um, in terms of the risk that it places upon uh, publishers. We've had reputation management consultant ring us up asking for stories to be removed. Um, uh, we've had uh, letters, you know, we've got... It's, all of these things are, that's just what you do, you know, is that's, we can deal with that. But then if someone comes in and says, well, you have to go to arbitration, it has to be locked up, uh, you, uh, unless, you know, if you don't do this, we're going to sue you. Because that will be a weapon for reputation management consultants. This is a... Section 40 is an instrument for the rich and powerful. It is being sold as something for the poor and meek. It's no such thing. Yeah, so the, um, so the, the Max Mosley or, or, you know, or Hacked Off would say, well, you know, actually, you know, you sign up to a um, uh, IPSO, or, no, sorry, if IPSO would sign up to the Royal Charter or you sign up mm. to a press, then you're actually protecting yourself from these, because these, these uh, libel claims, because you're you'll be enforced into the system of low-cost arbitration. But does that, does that worry you? Does that worry you to think that, that, that this low-cost arbitration should be a way for people to come and you know, file claims who have never bothered before? Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what will happen, is, is that will be used to suppress. So it won't be, is that what will happen is that they'll get, is that you will be forced into arbitration before you write the story. And uh, anyway, the notion of having um, something funded by Max Mosley for press, you know, sort of, you know a gazillionaire funding, it's, it's just, it's, it's surreal. Curious. <laughs> not, where we expect, not where we expect it to end up. So I mean, looking, looking at the broader picture, how, how do you see um, um, the, the climate for journalism at the moment? It seems very um, tough again. It seems like things are getting very tough because of the things we talked about, particularly the pressure on advertising, which is causing big problems for everyone. But how is it for you guys? And how do you see and how do you see the future, the future of the industry, the sort of you know high quality journalism? Well, that's a difficult one because, uh, well, the whole with with uh, uh, journalism with editorial, someone somewhere has to pay. Um, when, by, when more than half the money uh, that's for advertising money goes to the likes of Google and Facebook, who uh, uh, that's money that doesn't fund original content. That said, there's been a, there was, was a massive expansion in the number of journalists. Um, there's a huge number of journalists coming out now um, from, um, from university. Um, people doing three-year degrees and then doing a postgrad. What the hell is that doing? You know, it's just like this is. Uh, uh, I think it's 
quite frankly, it's disreputable of the universities. They don't give a shit, pardon my language, about, um, uh, about the outcomes of these people. Um, now, the economics of, uh, of it is that, for us, um, is that, uh, I mean, we're a small, we're a small, uh, we're a small business with a large website. You know, so we turned over about six and a half million pounds this last year. We still, we're, we're on a, a roll. We should do about eight million pounds in two thousand and seventeen, and um, that sustains maybe fifty people. What's, um, the, what's the traffic? I should ask you that. What's the traffic? The traffic is uh, we we have about we have about four million, four to five million readers a month, depending on the month. We have had more. Um, what we there's that saying which is big get big get niche get out or get out, and we um, used to chase. We went through a period a few years where we chased traffic and. Um, uh, the guys the did it very successfully um, for a while, but however, it wasn't um, commercially successful. Um, it wasn't really sustainable in the long term because uh, what is considered big now compared to with a few years ago is really big. You know, we're talking about. You know, a world where Gorka, which had sort of 75 million readers a month in North America, was considered too small to have, you know, for the, the big brands to deal with, let alone their sort of scurrilousness. Because you're talking about the top 10 sort of uh, general websites, the, like, the likes of Yahoo and BuzzFeed might creep in there. Are to, we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of millions of people to billions. So, um, uh, so that's why you 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 know you have a niche and you have a high profit niche. You still have to defend it because the world's more competitive than ever. As far as the journalism goes, what does that mean? Does that mean you're not doing you know what ten stories a day? You might do three or four and spend a bit more time with them. Or like, yeah, but that's exactly. What that meant. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, because you know, we've evolved over the years. When we first started, we had very little com uh, competition in the UK um, because we were we were uh, at first or early into the market, um, online market, was that we were a journal of record, um, and it, it meant we we would write lots of stories, but they often were quite shallow. But it said, "Oh, this this happened." Yeah. There's no point in that. Anymore. So the journalist um, uh, output uh, in terms of story numbers is quite a lot lower than it used to be. Mm. But, in um, but on the other hand, we expect them to be a high quality. Yes. We pay much better than Computer Weekly. I mean, it's absolutely outrageous, Computer Weekly, <laughs> uh, the rates that they charge, uh, uh, pay. But we pay far better than local newspapers. So... Um, we're not in that uh, that sort of cut, 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 cut 
Well, yeah. Well, th- thanks very much for um, coming on the podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah. And it's great um, to register, you know, thriving and surviving uh, twenty years on, and I hope you please over another twenty years. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.